Hi, this is Steve with Thresher Media Group. Welcome to When You're Ready to Listen. This podcast is dedicated to exploring the truth about God, things you may not have understood, may not have been taught, or quite frankly, had a very hard time believing. And since our entire relationship with God rests on believing, it is important we learn how to separate the truth from the many lies and fictions that abound within the religion of Christianity. So when you're ready to listen, tune in and discover a pathway to freedom, encouragement, life, and hope. Episode 14, Call Upon His Name, Yahweh Shema. Let us begin with our theme. If we call on His name, we will be saved, for there is much power in the name when it is accompanied by faith. Our goal in studying the names of God is twofold. One, to know our King so well that we become fully convinced, based on all the facts, that we would be stupid to put our trust in anything or anyone else, especially ourselves. And two, to be fully convinced that all our decisions, no matter how trivial, must be made based on the reality of the character and nature of our King, which has been revealed by the name. His name is to be the filter through which we pass all things, all thoughts, all emotions, all experiences, and so on. In our last episode, we discussed the name Yahweh Rapha, Yahweh our healer. He desires to heal every wound that Yahweh caused in our lives, which, by the way, is all of them. In this episode, we're going to discuss the name Yahweh Shema, Yahweh who is there. No matter where we go, he is there because Yahweh Shema has made his abode in the new creation, which he has placed in our being, and he dwells in us by his spirit. Hence, we can say to him, everywhere I look, you are deep and wide, near and far, out beyond the furthest star, even there, there you are. Yahweh Shema is before all things, every aspect of creation. And in him, all things hold together as he fills all in all. As the psalmist said, where can I go from your spirit? Or where can I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in Sheol, behold, you are there. If I take the wings of the dawn, if I dwell in the remotest part of the sea, even there, your hand will lead me and your right hand will lay a hold of me. Accordingly. We are never alone, for he has promised he will never leave us nor forsake us, for he is with us always, even until the end of the age. Besides, Shema, there, just happens to be within us. Now, this name comes from a very strange text in the book of Ezekiel. To give you some background, in Ezekiel 40 through 48, Yahweh describes a temple and a city in which this temple resides. He describes sacrifices and offerings, talks about priests, the land, the gates, and so on. It is a passage that has confused, well, pretty much everyone. No one is sure whether it refers to a third temple, a millennial temple, an eternal temple, or whether it is just a picture of some spiritual truth. Personally, I'm getting more and more convinced that it is a picture of the new creation dwelling within our physical bodies. After all, We are told that believers, as a collective, as well as our individual bodies, are the temple of God, 
and the Spirit of God dwells in us. And if any man destroys the temple of God, God will destroy him. For the temple of God is holy, and that is what you are. Accordingly, one of the reasons I am starting to believe that the temple mentioned in Ezekiel quite possibly provides us a picture of the new creation is because it says, and this is the basic law of the temple, absolute holiness. The entire top of the hill where the temple is built is holy. Yes, this is the primary law of the temple. Again, as we quoted before, if any man destroys the temple of God, God will destroy him for the temple of God is holy. And that is what you are. So from the perspective of the new creation that dwells within our being, we fit that description. We are holy. Nothing else fits that description. Our new creation has been created in the image of God, in righteousness and the holiness of truth. Further, it says that the glory of Yahweh came into the temple. And that pictures the Holy Spirit indwelling our new creation. And in 1 Peter, the Spirit talks about us being holy priests, offering up spiritual sacrifices, just like what is described through the image of physical sacrifices and offerings in Ezekiel. Then Ezekiel goes on to describe the city where the temple is located, and it provides measurements for the distance around the entire city, six miles or 18,000 cubits. When we think about a spiritual city and measurements in a prophetic passage, we should instantly want to turn to Revelation 21, where we're given a description of the new Jerusalem. But in Revelation 21, we are told that there is no temple in the new Jerusalem, for the Lord God Almighty is its temple. And we're also given dimensions of that city that are completely different by magnitudes than the dimensions of the city in Ezekiel. So we know that these two passages are not referring to the same thing. Thus, the Ezekiel city and its temple are not a picture of the new Jerusalem, of our eternal city. Interesting, however, is that the dimensions of the city in Ezekiel 48 just happen to be six miles around, or 18,000 cubits which from a numerology perspective is absolutely fantastic. Six being the number of man, three being the number of God, and six times three or 18 being man and God together, as is experienced through the new creation. The thousand just provides a multitude or a magnitude associated with this concept. And Yahweh said to Ezekiel, son of man, this is the place of my throne and the place where I will rest my feet. I will remain here forever, living among the people of Israel. Clearly, these dimensions, 18,000 cubits, communicate to us a spiritual picture of what was once unthinkable, God in man. This also brings to mind that beautiful passage in Hebrews, where Yahweh promises that he will never leave us nor forsake us. In fact, the Greek in that passage is emphatic. No, I will not leave you. No, I will not forsake you. The Spirit pulls this statement from the promise he made to Joshua and applies this promise to our lives. He said, just as I have been with Moses, I will be with you. I will not fail you or forsake you. The living God in the person of the Holy Spirit has chosen to dwell within our bodies in the new creation. And he promises that this is the place where he will rest his feet and he will remain here forever, and he will not, no how, no way, leave. 
Then back in Ezekiel 48, we are told that the name of the city is Yahweh is there. Yahweh Shema. Yahweh has chosen to dwell or tabernacle amongst his people. And we, the beloved, find that personally to be true with the presence of the Holy Spirit in our lives who dwells within our new creation. Yahweh is there and he will never leave us nor forsake us. In fact, it is the indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit of God in our lives that verifies that a person belongs to the household of God. For if anyone does not have the Spirit of God, he does not belong to him. Yahweh is there. This statement applies to my life and if the Spirit of God is in you, to your life. And it's a very personal and intimate name and one you're to take very personally. Think of how powerful a reality this is. Yahweh is there. Speaks of God in you. Again, if you have the Holy Spirit of God dwelling in your new creation, you do not ever have to look for him. He is there. And then add to it the fact that he promises that he will never leave us nor forsake us. And we should be the most confident, assured people in the whole wide world. Fear should not even be named amongst us. Why would it? Yahweh is our Emmanuel, the God who is with us. Yahweh Shema. I would like to speak about the incredible implications of calling on this name. Regardless of what we feel or think, the fact is that we are never alone. Never. Yahweh is with us always. So we are safe, completely secured by his strength, sovereignty, and absolute supremacy over everything else, seen and unseen. Therefore, regardless of what we feel or think, we do not ever have to be conquered by the darkness, the enemies of our soul, or our own fear. Yahweh Nisi, our banner and our victory, is with us always, and his flag flies high over those who believe this truth. Imagine if we become fearful that we are blowing it and are in the wrong place because we were disobedient to our master. We can rest knowing that our shepherd, Yahweh Ra, is a great shepherd who takes his job seriously. He has always and will always guide us and lead us to the exact pastures he has chosen for our lives. Accordingly, every moment we find ourselves right where he needs us, given what he is working out in our lives. And this is true whether he has us in a pasture that is good and pleasant or in a pasture that is terrible and filled with raw or evil. And working alongside our great shepherd, Yahweh Shema never leaves his sheep. He is always with us and he never takes his eyes off of us. All the time, he knows where we are, what we are doing, what we need, what we want, what we desire, and so on. And we can be assured that he is also protecting us and keeping away from our lives anyone or anything that he has not specifically appointed to come into our lives or even to hurt or to damage us. Yahweh is there. He is in us. He is with us. And we will never find ourselves without the strength of Yahweh, our God Almighty. All we have to do is access him by faith, for there is much power in the name when it is accompanied by faith. Therefore, what does it mean to live out this name, to call upon Yahweh Shema in faith? Well, when we are at work, Yahweh is there. When we are at home, Yahweh is there. When we are shopping, Yahweh is there. When we are showering, Yahweh is there. 
When we are surfing the net, Yahweh is there. When we are dining or entertaining, Yahweh is there. When we are exercising, Yahweh is there. When we're at the movies, Yahweh is there. When we are out for a drink, Yahweh is there. When we are sleeping, Yahweh is there. When we are with the ones we love, Yahweh is there. When we are arguing, Yahweh is there. When we are demanding our own way, Yahweh is there. When we are indulging our flesh, Yahweh is there. When we refuse to love someone and instead choose to love ourselves, Yahweh is there. When we are lonely and sad, Yahweh is there. When we are overcome with doubt, Yahweh is there. When we feel weak and afraid, Yahweh is there. When we are overcome with hopelessness, Yahweh is there. When we just feel all wonky and unsettled, Yahweh is there. When we think no one is aware of us, Yahweh is there. When we are afraid that we are all alone, having been abandoned, Yahweh is there. This truth is unbelievable. Yahweh Adonai of heaven and earth, Yahweh Sabaoth, who is over all the hosts of heaven, the one who is above all things and holds all things together, is right there with us because Yahweh Shema is in us. Let us personalize this even more. Who are you? You are the one of whom it should be said, Yahweh is there. In fact, that canon should be the banner of Yahweh Nisi, which flies high over our lives. Yahweh Shema, Yahweh is there. You should be the rallying place for many as they are confident that with you, Yahweh is there. Now, to be honest, this is emotionally one of the hardest names to embrace because so often it does not feel like he is there. And even when we are reaching out in faith to connect with him, he seems a million miles away and as quiet as a church mouse. Oddly, this seems to occur during the times when we feel we need him the most and are just dying for a word, dying for a touch, a moment of his presence, some supernatural encounter, or just an assurance of his love. But that feeling, as awful as it is, does not change the reality that Yahweh is there and there is in you. This is one of those names about which we need to ask the Spirit to embed in our mind and in our consciousness and deep down in our emotions such that when we do not feel Him, we can be sure, we can be confident He is there. Yes, despite what we feel, despite the unnerving silence, we can talk to Him, believing He is right there and we can be present with Him, knowing that He will never leave us nor forsake us. And he has promised that he will be with us always. Therefore, he must be. And there is always here, right inside of us. I dare to imagine what peace and confidence would overcome our souls if we were assured that Yahweh is there and that we are never, ever alone. Would we be so worried about tomorrow? Would we feel the need to be prideful and fight for our rights? and even deliberately choose to rebel if we were in touch with the fact that Yahweh is there? Would we demand our own way and what we want when we want it if we were in touch with the fact that Yahweh is there? I don't bring these questions up as if there's some magic on-off switch within us that will automatically keep us from looking to our flesh to help us through this life. After all, all those issues of our flesh must be transformed over time by the Spirit through death to our flesh. 
I also do not bring these questions up to strap anyone with guilt and a sense of failure. Rather, it is to help us remember that all our dysfunctional coping mechanisms are rooted in wrong belief and unbelief. And his name has been specifically communicated to us so we can grab hold of it and cling to it and shatter those areas of wrong belief and unbelief. For there is much power in the name when it is accompanied by faith. If we are the beloved, then he is there and there is in us. We must dwell on this reality, dwell on this name, and meditate on this truth. Let the name Yahweh Shema penetrate all our thoughts all the time. We need to let this name work its way into everything we do, and I mean everything. Awareness of his presence should fill our consciousness. Every time we are overcome with that feeling that we are alone, we are having to do everything ourselves, and no one really cares about us or looks out for us. We can meditate on the reality of Yahweh Shema. Every time we feel abandoned by those who should have chosen us, should have loved us, we can meditate on the reality of Yahweh Shema, the one who not only never leaves us, but also never forsakes us. We may feel abandoned by most people in our lives, but he does not and will not abandon us. And since there is inside of us, we always have full access to all that he is. And given the fact that he is Yahweh, or I am, he is everything we need all the time, every time. We just need to learn how to now and continually call out to him by his name. For there is much power in the name when it is accompanied by faith. Yahweh Shema's continual presence in our life and his promise that he will never leave us nor forsake us is not just a great tagline for a Christian calendar or a greeting card. It is to practically be our emotional and mental comfort, our assurance that Yahweh Ra has us where he wants us, and Yahweh Adonai is orchestrating every detail in our lives. Therefore, by faith, we can choose to no longer let our heart be overtaken with fear. That is his desire for us. He wants us to stand in faith and have victory over fear, confident that he is always with us. Now, accepting this name or any of his names by faith is not an easy task. For instance, everything in our soul tells us that we are alone. We are not protected. We must strive to find God because he turned from us when we, once again, did this or that. But we must recognize that such thoughts are lies. They're from the enemy and from the darkness in our flesh that does not want us to settle on the fact that Yahweh Shema assures us that he will never leave us, nor forsake us, no matter what we do. And more than that, he can get us through every situation that he has appointed for us, no matter how long and how terrible that appointment may be. He will give us the strength we need when we turn to him. Hence, he tells us, Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord, seeing that his divine power has granted to us everything pertaining to life and godliness through the true knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and excellence. This means that through the true knowledge of him, through knowing him by the fullness of his name, we can access all we need from him to walk through the practical aspects of our life and to grow in godliness as he transforms us into his image. 
Yahweh is there and there is in you. His power, his presence, his personality, his passion, his readiness, his comfort, and his care all reside in you through the presence of the Holy Spirit in the new creation, that new temple he has built into your being. Six times three or 18 is your reality. Rejoice in this truth. Embrace this truth and use the name Yahweh Shema to fight off the flaming arrows, all the lies of the enemy that would tempt you to believe anything else, especially that you are alone, you are forsaken, abandoned, and that you must face the difficulties of your path alone. That is simply not the truth. And one last thing, please never forget that Yahweh is also there for you to enjoy. For in his presence, which is in you, is the fullness of joy, and in his right hand are pleasures forevermore. As Jesus said before he left this earth, I am with you always, even until the end of the age. And with that comment, we'll stop and in our next episode, pick up with the name Yahweh Sidkenu. To get a free download of the full written transcript with all the scripture references footnoted, please go to threshermediagroup.com. That is T-H-R-E-S-H-E-R mediagroup.com. This is Steve with Thresher Media Group. When you're ready to listen, tune in.